What if there was a different way to enjoy food and engage in life? Beyond the barrage of nutrition hype, the shoulds, and the judgment, beyond the constant striving to be thinner, fitter, someone other than who you really are, what if there was a way to eat that is mindful, non-judgmental, joyful, empowering, a way that leads to feeling better, having more energy, and living your best life? You're listening to VegHead Speaks with me, your host, Robin Wong. Join me as we explore plant-based eating for people who want to eat well and live well. Welcome back. This is Robin Wong, your host with VegHead Speaks. This is part two with Teresa, my aunt, we did a, um, a previous episode. Where we talked about her journey on the plant-based diet and kind of the highs and lows of it, some of the pitfalls. She had a lot of good advice with the, how she cooks the recipes and, you know, kind of her method of how she chose to go plant-based. Um, and in that, and our, our conversations kind of before and after that um, episode, I kind of got thinking that, you know, um, like so many other people, she'd had a, a journey of uh, dieting, uh, kind of trying diets that didn't work. And then she was diabetic. And finally, she finally found something work with the plant-based diet. But what I was more interested in, because I've gone this road too, I, of course, was heavier at some point and diets didn't work. And Teresa said the same thing. It's like, you, you like to eat too much, right? So anyway, welcome, Teresa. Welcome Thank back. You. Thank yeah. you. Glad to be back. Yeah. Um, you know, if you like to eat, diets are really hard. Well, it, you, it, everything's uh, write it down. It's issue. You're cutting it into little pieces, and uh, most of it, a lot of it, doesn't have nutrition in it. Right. I realized. Well, you know? and what you find, um, what I learned the most in, in grad school was, diets are packaged all different ways. Okay, and they have a new name. They have slick advertising, and they put different foods together. But the end result, if you sit and analyze them, and believe me, I did and read the studies, it's all calorie restriction. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what what you're doing um, as far as, oh, I'm well, okay, maybe the butter and the coffee. Mm, I don't know how that even is even a thing, but it is. Um, but it's, it basically boils down to calorie restriction. And what happens when we restrict, we know and from a <coughs> dietetic standpoint, that when you restrict something, you want it more. So you think when you fail a diet, that you have failed when in fact it's the diet that's flawed. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. yeah. I, as soon as I got on full time, uh, uh, whole food plant-based just within one day, I could tell a difference on how I felt Yeah. and I started weighing myself. And by the time a week came by, I was down like four or five pounds and then I was down some more. And uh, so, and because I like whole food plant-based, I was able to stay with it really easily, yeah. but I was one of those that, you know, I cooked with a lot of butter. We had bacon in the house. I made a lot of, uh, when the kids were growing up, I made a lot of casseroles and meat and that kind of stuff to fill them up. But, um, yeah, being, being overweight is just really a drag. It's just, you yeah. know, every, you go to put something on, you can't button it. You feel bad. You know, you want, you know, you're going to go to a get together or or a, a wedding or something. And there were t a few times that I absolutely could not find one dress that would go around my size 22 body. And I'm only five foot two. I was weighing just about 200 pounds. And I, I just didn't know what I was going to do. 
Yeah, you I, know, think, I think I, that's a really good point because I have clients that out of desperation finally reach out to me because they just can't take it anymore. Or they yeah. tried everything like you have over the years and they, they always end up back where they were and all their efforts are just gone. And yet they still don't like how they look in pictures. They don't like um, the fact that they don't have clothes that fit, they end up starting to almost avoiding social oh, outings. Oh, I, I definitely did. Yeah, you because know. you don't want to, um, you have nothing to wear. And then you don't feel like you're like, oh, I don't want to go and meet these people because I'm overweight. And 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 you know what? Society is not kind to people who are overweight. It's just not. And they don't think you're as smart as you are because you can't figure out how to keep yourself healthy. That was a bad one. Oh, really? Is that? Yeah. I mean, that would be a thing. It's like they, it's, oh, we're losing Teresa for a second. So she's got a little bit of cough. And the allergies are starting yeah. to sprout here in California. But it's true. They People make it your weight think it's like you have, um, and I've heard this, no self-control. Um, there's something wrong with you because uh, because you let yourself get this way. and Teresa, you said in the last episode that it was like a five to seven pound weight gain over 10 years. Yeah, I uh, uh, the classic, I was watching a YouTube one time and the doctor was saying about how a lot of people with diabetes, it's, it's easy to have your weight come on in such a slow way that you get used to it. And you can get, you know, like five, six pounds a year. And that was me. 10 years, I was up 50 pounds. Yeah. Well, and and we talked about this um, uh, before we started that. So Teresa had her children, um, at, I think, 38 and 40, 38, uh, 41, 38 40, and 41, 41. So you're a little bit older when you had your kids. So then you're raising kids all through your 40s. And, you know, little kids, you know, you're feeding them and you're finishing their meals is what yeah. you told me. Right. Yeah. You're like, OK, they didn't eat. Their, and so you're eating that extra food and you're sitting down. After you get kids bathed and in bed, then you go sit down. And for me, I uh, would get, you know, cookies and cake and ice cream out at the end of the evening because, you know, you feel kind of bummed out. It makes you feel better. And the whole time I would eat this stuff, I just hating myself. But, you know, that's part of uh, food addiction. But I didn't realize the addiction is caused because I didn't have enough nutrients in my body to help me stay well. Yeah, You know, the probiotics and prebiotics, I probably didn't have enough uh, uh, minerals or, you know, the electrolytes and, and vitamins. I thought I knew things about it, but I didn't. Yeah. And those things all come in the plant-based diet naturally, yeah. right? Yeah. So, but I mean, I get that. So it's almost like a vicious circle. You know, you need to lose weight. Okay. So you try to eat healthy. But then when you don't lose weight at the rate you want or you don't budge at all, then you start feeling bad about yourself. And so then you eat the foods that you shouldn't be eating. Right. And I say shouldn't mm -hmm. with quotes because, you know, um, you know, it's just like there's too many shoulds and should nots and, and good foods and bad foods. And it's like, you know, um, there's enough to make you feel bad. OK, I mean, yeah. so um, but it's like until so you didn't eat these things. And especially late at night, now you're not moving around at all. You're going to bed. No, and you're so tired and you're working and you're trying to do kids. And then it's the same thing the next day and the next day. And uh, one thing about, um, you know, when you have weight on, maybe you don't have full-blown diabetes, but you, if you have weight on you, you've got some insulin resistance happening already. 
And I actually heard a doctor say this one time. He says, just think of diabetes as a little bit of rust inside the body. And he said, it affects everything. That's the reason why people lose toes. Yeah. And yeah. that kind of worried me and scared me. Yeah. You know, so I kept trying and trying to find a solution well, that worked. And they tell you to, to manage diabetes, um, the three, you know, eat healthy, lose weight, because we don't know weight loss, weight loss makes a big difference with um, uh, managing diabetes and then exercise. Okay. And, and that could be as much as walking. But I do know in your particular case, Teresa, that so you raise kids and then now we can bring menopause in on the picture, yeah, right? Yeah, on that. So let's face it. I mean, your body changes in menopause, right? And so, you, you know, your your metabolism might drop, your hormones might go a little wonky. All those things are pretty well managed with plant-based nutrition. But But for women that aren't doing that, it adds more weight. So now you've right. got added weight, right? Again. And if you go to the doctor and you, you're starting to go through menopause and there can be prescriptions given to you. So now you're taking medications. And this actually happened to me when I was pregnant um, <clears throat> with my daughter. The blood sugar just went berserk and they were thought they were going to have to put me on insulin, which I didn't really understand why. And the doctor said to me before I left the room, he says, you need to watch what you eat. So when I got out to the receptionist, I said, do you have the booklet or some paper stuff, you know, with a, a, the list of foods and things on how I should eat? She laughed. She said, we don't have anything like that. Yeah. And she didn't even know what I was speaking about. And when I got out to the car, I was sitting in the car and I just said, eat what? What do I eat? I got nothing from the doctor. Of course, this was 29 years ago and they didn't have the home testing meters yet. You had to go to the doctor to, to get that, your blood done. And um, I, just nothing was handed to me. And I'm there having a baby with uh, gestational diabetes and no information and nothing to stop it. I yeah. did not know the food would stop the problem. Yeah, and it's, it's probably better now that, I mean, they've gotten so much better with information. Oh, it's so much but better. still, the point is, it's like, I think it's... Um, with the weight, just weight in general, it's just the helplessness. And I, I think, and I've worked with so many people that, you know, they beat themselves up. Oh, over yeah. It. I mean, they think it's their fault and it's not. Okay. It's not. They think it's their fault. There's something wrong with them. Um, why are they so large? Why can't they have better self-control? We kind of touched on this a little bit, but it's like, no, there's, um, something called disordered eating. It's not like an eating disorder, but it's, it's disordered eating and food addiction, right? Those are real. They are. It really is real. They are real. And, you know, and behavior change is not easy, right? I mean, so, so you, you know, getting a support group, you know, getting someone to help you along the way is really helpful because of that accountability, I think, helps. Well, having the information about, the whole food plant base is that there's just the nutrition that's in these foods that will help get your body well. And once I discovered prebiotics and probiotics, and I found out everything it does there, that how having a healthy internal uh, intestine, yeah, the microbiome, the microbiome about deal, how it yeah. and that that affects your brain and having your uh, your brain do better that uh, the micro, uh, those bad little, the bad little bacteria can't call out for more sugar. Mm -hmm. And that, it, and I, once I started 
being able to eat with more nutrition and, and learn these things, the food addictions just dropped off. Well, and I think the cravings go too. The, yeah, yeah, the uh, the cravings just stopped. And I wasn't, I didn't even realize that was kind of happening because you see those on the TV commercials. Oh, I didn't have any more cravings. Well, not me. I craved for 25 years. Yeah. You yeah. know, so. Well, and um, I think that's really surprising. Um, so, you know, uh, diets, if they worked, if diets worked, you wouldn't have to keep going on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, and so, but that's how they make money. That's how they make money is they're banking on the fact that you're not going to succeed and you're going to come back and buy another diet. that has been the same diet repackaged. Okay. So I want you to get my listeners. I want you to get this through your head that it's not you. Okay. It's not you. You're not the problem. Okay. You just need a solid plan to change your lifestyle, not another diet. Okay. Little behaviors that you can change that will make a big difference and start small. Right. And it's not going to be Rome wasn't built in a day. Okay. And you know, you can, and Teresa's proof of this, you can like yourself again in pictures. Oh yeah. That's, that's you, really nice. Uh, I went on a cruise last year and I bought a really nice bathing suit and had a new, my new beach blanket. And I and I had bought the new shorts and the tops and I wore them. I felt totally comfortable. And it was the first time in years, just more than more than 20 years, I was able to wear a size medium. Wow. Which is about a 10, 12 probably in sizes now. Yeah. So yeah. Um it's so, uh, I mean, do you feel like um so here I've heard this a lot, and I'm curious to get your response on this from people, and I even myself have, have done this. When, from when I was larger, I'd still buy clothes too big for me. Yeah. Because in my brain, I'm still heavier, right? Yeah, so it is. Does it take you a while to get out of that, um, I don't, you know, heavy girl syndrome oh, type yeah. thing? Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Because I, uh, uh, like even coming out here today, I had to take off the other shirt and sweater I had on because it looked so terrible. And I realized it was at least three sizes too large for me. It's the reason why it looks so frumpy on me. But tell me what you said to yourself. Oh, I, I kind of blame myself. At first, when I looked in the mirror, I said, oh, gosh, I look terrible in this. And it took me a moment to realize that the clothes were just big and floppy on me, that it, it wasn't me filling them out. Yeah. It was there was hanging on me. And it, it, they did. They look, the big sweater and the shirt it just looked awful. So I took and folded them up. I said, well, time to get rid of it and uh, put it in the, the Goodwill bag, you know. But, yeah, going, to, uh, going from a, a 2X down to a medium – is a real psychological change, especially when it happens pretty quick. Yeah, which it, 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 it did. And I, I think that's really um, important because what, um, what being in a, you know, heavy does to your and trying so many diets does to your esteem is criminal to me. I mean, you know, it, it really is. It's, it's like, why do we do this to women and, and to men to some extent, but for the most part it's you know, how often do you see a man that's packing a little extra fluff around his belly? Oh, it's just a beer belly. You know, yeah. they're not, they're not ridiculed or um, looked down upon. They don't think they're any less smart, you know, because they're carrying extra weight. Whereas women, they, they sort of do. I mean, yeah, I, I always felt bad because before I was married, uh, all those years I was uh, athletic and I was slim and trim 
But one reason why I stayed so trim is because I did a lot of uh, sports. I rode bicycles for 10 years. I easily could go out and ride 30 miles, no problem. I did a lot of events doing that. Well, I realized, you know, I was burning calories and some of those calories were not good ones. They were probably fat and oil. And But I did enough energy to keep myself trim. But once I became, uh, uh, had those kids and I was sitting home, all that added up on me fast. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I would, you know, I'd say, okay, I'm going to buy this and I'll have these meals and stuff. But I didn't realize how to get the, the nutrition in me. And it wasn't until I went on whole food plant-based, I realized that the oils and the fats were what really affected the diabetes on me. The sugar, yeah, we all kind of know on that. You hold back on the cookies and the cake. But once I cut out all the, the oils and the fat, my life changed. Well, yeah, we were talking about um, before we started this uh, episode that, um, you know, oils, and I'm going to get a little nutrition on you guys, a little di dietitian on you here. Oils um, have more calories per gram. And you probably know that because I've, I have not met someone in, that has struggled with dieting that they're better at telling me what calories are in foods than I am. Okay. And I've studied this. Um, they can tell me, oh, a tablespoon of peanut butter has this and that, you know, I mean, it's, it's amazing to me. And, um, and so oil brings you nothing, no nutrients, no antioxidants, nothing it only brings you calories. Okay. And it actually gets stored way easier in your body than all the other um, foods. So cutting those out, I did a whole episode on calorie um, density versus uh, um, nutrient dense, right? And so if you think of a stomach and how you fill a stomach up, if you put oil in it, it's only the bottom of the stomach that's filled. If you put a bunch of uh, fiber, it's the, the whole stomach is filled. Now you have sensors all in and around your stomach to make you feel full. So if you have all that volume in there, it's a volumetric type thing. If you have all that volume in there, you're going to stop eating. Okay. If you're eating meat, oils, they don't, they don't click onto those sensors. Okay. So probably more information than you need, but this is what I, I'm trying to get through to you is that I really want you to walk away from this episode, knowing that you're not the, it, it's not you, you know, it's really, it's not your fault. Um, the system the diet culture is set up this way, right? And, you know, Teresa, you know, you, you said a little bit about not being able to fit into your clothes. That is so hard for people, right? I mean, it's just awful. And I, and I just kept getting fatter and fatter. And, you know, you just, yeah, I just didn't know how to put the brakes on it. And yeah. I, I tried, but I realized, uh, one year I realized, you know, I've, I've stayed the exact same weight for one year. So if I can stay at 188 pounds for a year, why can't I stay at 118 pounds for a year? Oh, good point. And so, I mean, I hadn't put one pound on, but I, I hadn't gained any weight and I hadn't lost any weight, but here I'm, you know, like 60 pounds by that time overweight. And well, tell I, me what your daughter said to you. Oh, my daughter, when she's, um, uh, she's 29 now. And it was a couple of years ago. She said, well, well mom, you know, I've, you know, um, Marcus and I have only known, known you as a fat person. She, and she didn't say it to be cruel that way. She just said, we, you've always been overweight. I can't remember you being any different. Yeah. And so now that you're not, and, and cause she would look back at pictures before I had, you know, before I was married and had kids. And she just said, you, you don't even look like the same person. You don't, you don't look like what you, and I said, well, f weight 
changes a person's look so drastically. And uh, that what surprised me. Sometimes I look in the mirror and I think, gee, I kind of look like myself again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. And then you were telling me a little bit about how you actually like your shape better now. Oh yeah. Because you know, it's, your body has found it's, it's, um, I, it, it's not ideal weight, your healthy weight, kind of your natural weight for yeah. your, um, your shape. And this is what I think happens to a lot of people is, and this is part, partly especially for the young people with um, social media, they think they have to look a certain way and they're not taking into consideration their genetics, their culture, you know, um, uh, you know, th their ancestry at all. And so they want to look one way, but Teresa and I are laughing because I said, you know, Teresa, you're five, two, I'm five, nine. You're never going to be tall. I'm never going to be small. You know, I mean, just not in our genetics. And if you took that same idea and apply it to body weight and shape, more about not so much the weight, but your shape. Okay. And you were saying that when you started eating this way, your body was sort of. Yeah. The, um, I heard a, a doctor say this one time. He says, you know, when you're uh, eating uh, lots of nutritious food, your natural size will come back. And that doesn't mean that you're super skinny or this, that your natural size, that's for your body, the natural weight. There's not excess fat hanging on your body. You're not too skinny because, you know, as you get down, your body doesn't keep getting skinnier. It just, it goes to its natural yeah, size and, and, called, and, and stops. Yeah, it's called set point. So your And body, you get to yeah. your set point and boy, what, how lovely is that? And, uh, you know, I've also found that, uh, over the last year and a half, I've put a few pounds on here or there. And then I just make sure the next day I get on, I went, oh, I'm, I'm up a pound or a pound and a half. And so, you know, I just back to, you know, eating some beans and some potatoes and I have my salad and I have my fruit. And so surprising to me that right away that weight comes right off. And it didn't do that before. To get 10 pounds off was such a horrible struggle. Yeah. And yeah. now I just, uh, I just, you know, make sure I, I don't eat any cookies or something, you know, that, you know, I, uh, if I go to a get together before COVID, I would, you know, I would maybe have the chip and dip or I'd have a little bit, but not really never tasted very good after that. But if you put a pound or two on, just, just watch it a little bit. I call it being on program. And, uh, you know, one thing I do is that when I go to the store, I end up really buying lots of fruits and vegetables. Oh, that looks good. Oh, that looks so good. I, I said my whole half, my cart's filled up with it. And I never, ever walk down the meat aisle or yeah. the cheese well, aisle. I mean, honestly. I just almost, don't even go over it's there. It's almost offensive. One store I walk into, you have to kind of walk past the fish market. And you, you walk in oh, the, the door smell and is you horrible. smell is fish. And it's like, oh, oh, why do I keep coming here? It's, it's horrible. Um but no, that's that's really good good point. Is the more vegetables you eat, and the problem I find is, I buy so many, and I was like, oh, now I gotta eat them all. Yeah, now no, I gotta do yeah, something with them before they go bad. It's like a race to get them down. But the, them. The, there's such a joy to go in and just fill your cart up with all these beautiful foods. Yeah. And California, we're lucky. We got them all year long. We do. And the thing is, is um, but you know, I hear excuses. Um, and I understand excuses to me when I hear a client making excuses of why they can't, it's fear. It's fear of failing. It's fear of change. And I hear, oh, I could never eat that way, fill in the blank. Or I don't can't afford to eat that way because I can't buy organic. And my thing is, you know, if you can't eat organic, and I'm not saying you should, just eat the vegetables, whether they're 
frozen, whether they're fresh, you know, you're just making excuses. And I'm not really, I actually am kind of calling you out on it, but in a, in a loving, compassionate way, because I want better health for you really look at what's driving that. Okay. Really look at it. It's, I, I mean, if you've had situations where you've tried and you feel like your esteem is, has been battered and it has, if you've been dieting, um, I just think that, you know, it's like, that's what's telling you you can't. Okay. It's not all these other reasons. It's, it's deeper than that. So be like an onion and peel yeah. away those layers. Right. Would you agree with that, Teresa? Oh, it, it really is. Uh, um, but mine was a little bit of the opposite on it because the the more I st stuck with the plant based, the the it I started having success so quickly that <clears throat> that's the part that I it was hard to accept. Oh my gosh! And I couldn't believe <clears throat> I get these pictures from Teresa of her meals and and then, then report <laughs> on her numbers. I'm like, holy moly! This is like going like a wildfire. Yeah, and, we're in California. Wildfire is a big thing. Going like a wildfire. Well, on the on the ninth day. Uh, of uh, going completely whole food plant-based, my blood sugar had dropped almost 200 points. And I I thought that it, the meter was wrong. So I went out and bought another meter <laughs> and got me, I, and I got a different brand. I can't, you know, and no. Uh, my, well, and that's actually a good note because if you are diabetic and you start this like you did, you really need to be um, on board or do you let your doctor know? Cause they need to adjust your meds, right? Yeah. I mean, because you don't want to be taking too much medicine if your blood sugars are dropping. Like and that. I was yeah. one of those stubborn people. I always knew that type two diabetes is from the lousy food you eat. I knew that I knew it for 10 years. And so I just wouldn't take the medicine. And then when I started doing whole food, I said, now I don't have to. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. And, um, how old are you? Do you want to show how yeah, old are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm 68. Uh, about two weeks ago, turned 68. Yeah, she, she's almost a New Year's baby. Um, and it's like she she has her life ahead of you. You have your life ahead oh, of you. Oh, and uh, the, the ability, the physical abilities that I can still do, I can still work all day. I can lift and tote and carry and do all kinds of things. Yeah, and, you have a hard job. Yeah, and, a very um, physical job. And for years I took, you know, Tylenol and – uh, aspirin stuff from the horrifying aches and pains in my joints and my muscles. And after I got rid of the, all the junky stuff, the processed food, I don't have any more of those pains anymore. And it's, I've almost forgotten about it, but how can, you know, to live with something for 20 years and it was my fault because I put all that it's, lousy it's stuff. It's not your fault. It's what you, you yeah. knew. Okay? I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that I should, yeah. I mean, on how to finish it's, it. it's one of those things of you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Does that make sense? And when you and for me, when I went plant based, once I knew, I couldn't not know it. Yeah. Right. I mean, I couldn't go back. There was no more excuses. Yeah. Right. So so anyway, I want to say thank you. Thank you for being so honest as always and oh, sharing welcome. with that. Um, for my listeners, I hope this helped you to know that, you know, there's other people out there that are struggling have struggled, and there's others that are struggling. Okay. And that it is possible for you to make changes that will make you feel better and do it for yourself. You want to be around and the, whatever days we have here, you want to live them to the fullest. You don't want to be in line at the, at the pharmacy and going to doctor's appointments the last days of your life and have that be all you do every day. You know, I mean, you think that you, you, you know, the people when you sit down and talk to them, all they tell you about is their health problems do you want to be that person? Do you want to be the person, 
you know, just that's all they have to talk about when there's so many other wonderful things in the world to be experiencing and talking about. So with that said, I'm going to sign off. Thank you again, Teresa. You're welcome. Thanks yeah. for having me. Oh, I love having you. Um, and we're going to try to squeeze in a walk and go get, get some exercise. We've got some sunshine in here in Cali. And um, anyway, good luck to all of you. Until the next time, eat your vegetables. <laughs>